Blog Talk Radio. And that was the last clink. Thank you for tuning in with me today. I'm Helena Steiner-Hornstein, back in beautiful, sunny, and steaming hot Florida. It's lovely to be here. <laughs> but, you know, forget about those long walks in the sunshine right now. It's just a little bit too much. So, yes. Hello, hello again, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Just stay awake a little bit longer in Australia and New Zealand. You are so far away, and it's amazing how it is, how I hear sitting in my den, in my workroom, looking out through the window, seeing the trees and the grass and everything else, knowing that you're listening to me so far away. (laughs) Think what technology has done after all. And uh, in all this, yes, I like to talk about, as if I never did before, to be in harmony with spirit is something that is supposed to be very, very uh, known to all of us, because uh, we have a natural connection to the universe. It exists within each one of us, and that is spirit. That's the power that we are not using. They have found out that we are not using that DNA of us. About 90% of that DNA is not used. So we are only using 2% of our spiritual DNA. What a waste. That is really so, so sad. Because the universe is so large and there is absolutely no limit to the universe for us. The way we look at things. But we seem to prefer to stay in a world of limitation, a small, small world of limitation. When we have a big, big universe that is so big and absolutely without limit, it's out there for us to grab and to use. What does that mean, number one? It means be the one that you are, because this is who we are. Oh, well, tell me something else I can hear someone says, and, and we move on somewhere else to another side, and that's okay. What I'm saying is not a lie. What I'm saying is the absolute old truth. And that power of the Spirit lives within us. They knew that thousands and thousands of years ago here on this planet. Whoever lived here at that time, evidently not crowd that's living here now, because we seem to live, well, we are not getting better in many ways. 
we're getting more and more restricted in what we are. But then I'm saying, no, it's not true. It's just that somehow there are those out there who are trying to limit us. And then they put us all on different sides, making it kind of that, oh, you are so-and-so, you are this and that, and you have to think a certain way. You see it in this country today. So anyway, going back to, because I feel right now you're not quite sure what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this inner power within us. Within us, we have this flame of something more. And that is the original belief here on this earth. And that is what has been taken away from us through religion, through the Christian religion in particular. And what have they done? They've taken that power within us and they put it they put it way up beyond the sky, you know, beyond the clouds. And they have said, Oh yes, there's one man who has access to this power over you. And there's nothing you can do unless you kind of crawl up to him and ask for forgiveness. This is the way we have created a belief of limitation. It is called religion. But before we created religion, we had a belief system, which was that we had the power within us. It's called I am. Smart people have talked about this like all along. Philosophers, scientists, they all have agreed on that thing. There is the power that we have within us. It is called the spirit within us. When I did my first homepage, and this was like 25 years ago, and I had these two guys who were going to create it for me. They were really good. They knew how to make a website. They didn't have a clue what I was talking about. And when I talked about spiritual and and soul and the white light and light on the horse, they just kind of shook their heads. But then it suddenly dawned upon them. What you are talking about is soul power. Because they knew about the soul and they knew the soul could decide on things and that the soul had ideas and memories and all kinds of things. So now they call this soul power. So they use that word as a key word on my website, which in those days worked beautifully. And I was up in the rankings. I was up on number one, as number one on Google for years and years and years until some bright person said, you know, your website, bodysoulconnection.com looks so old-fashioned, you should update it. And I looked at it and said, yes, it should be updated. So I updated it, but again, that was also a few years ago, not that far back. And that is the one I have now. But once you update and you change your website, you have to work yourself up through the ranks again. So 
I think I reached up the top now, and I'm glad. But it took a little while, and then I was hacked, and you know, for some reason I get all these these things happen to me. But it's okay. Everything is fine. So we created this new website, and you should look at my websites, the two that I have, which is www. We have this body soul connection dot com and the other one www finding your inner light dot com and that finding your inner light is what I'm talking about finding the spirit within you. But then again, it's not a question of finding it. It's there. You don't have to go and look for it at all. You just have to decide, I'm going to be connected with spirit and be like a child and just let go of any limitation. And what do I mean by limitation? It means because I've seen people give courses out there and give speeches out there and they come up with all kinds of rules how you have to find spirit. They say, oh, you have to go to a certain place of inspiration and you have to start to meditate and you have to relax your body, you know, starting with your feet or with your head. And, you know, your thoughts have to be collected and you have to think, you know, love and light. And they go into all these rules and you have to be facing north or east or south or whatever they decide. And people are listening. Each time they, they make notes and say, oh yes, I didn't hear that before and now that's follow more rules. Now we're getting back into some form of religion. To connect with spirit, you don't need any rules. All you have to do is just to relax. And maybe you can make a meditation And it doesn't have to be any special kind of meditation. And you have to follow all these practices that you've been taught. All you have to do is just begin to put yourself in a mode of relaxation. I do the light. I recommend for people to put themselves in the light. Take a deep breath. And just relax your body and let go. That's all that it is. And once you receive that feeling of relaxation, you know you are in a oneness with this ultimate truth. Because to be spiritual is to be connected with the big truth. And the big truth is, I am. I am the light. I am God, so to speak. I am this power. And once you know that, and once you follow that line of togetherness with this higher power, you will have a different kind of life. The ones who actually know all this, 
are not necessarily the people in the religious institution. No, the ones who know that are scientists. <laughs> Isn't that odd? Real scientists, not the ones who sit there and follow the rules somehow, not, but the real scientists who have the open mind, and an open mind is the key to the truth, to a further going all the time, to expansion. This is what it is about, an open mind. When I say that, all people call me liberal. <laughs> and I say, what is a liberal? Oh, it's people like you. Okay, is that liberal? And I thought I was more on the conservative side, but whatever, you know, they think it is. It's all in your consciousness. This is the whole thing about us. We have a consciousness, which means it's, what is an attitude? It's an openness. It's a let go feeling. I haven't even thought about what is this consciousness. It's a state of being, but it is for sure a state of openness to get it going. So I can say whatever I'm saying now, and I say it maybe just one way, and then I have to add this. There is not only one way to anything. Because if you say, oh, there's only one way to reach spirit, then you're getting into being religious. Because once you are religious, you are, oh, this is only my way. It's only this way. I have had too many people come to me and listening to me and say, oh, this is so wonderful. But I'm not sure my church will allow this kind of belief. And then you say you're open? No. You say you're spiritual? No. If you are wondering what someone else is going to think about your connection to the universe, you have a problem. You're not quite as spiritual as you thought it, as you were going to be. To be spiritual, to be the one that you are, setting no judgment, no limitation, not, oh, I'm too, too young, I'm too old, I'm too this, I'm too that. That has nothing to do with This is just what you, it's kind of doubt that you kind of create for yourself. And when you belong to religion, you have decided that your religion is the only one. That's already that. It's a limitation. So if you're Christian, you go to a church and you'll be told, oh, go to church because this is where you find your connection with the universe. Well, not with the universe. They won't say universe. They say this is where you find your connection with God. To me, God and the universe and the light is that same thing. It's that highest energy of all. If you're Jewish, you like to go to your synagogue, and it's the same there. They are more open, unless you're very orthodox. But then I would like to say, I used to go 
to uh, some some Jewish uh, should I call it events or services. I'm Protestant, Swedish Protestants, which means we are not religious in any way. But I have my tradition, my my culture, my so-called religion is being a Protestant, meaning Lutheran, because this is what we have in Northern Europe. So being that, we are open-minded enough. And I heard about this Jewish faith that represents the old-fashioned Jewish faith, which is actually what I'm talking about, because they had the freedom. So they were meeting in that place of worship, and I went there. Everyone welcomed me, and everyone was so nice, and I took a seat in the pew. And then the rabbi started to preach and to talk. And that was fine. And then people had brought drums. And I was not thinking too much about it before, but now I saw, oh, they pulled up their drums. And now they stood up, and everyone started to move out of that pews out in the aisles and in through the pews again and everyone was singing and dancing and doing the drums and of course we were getting quite high that way and you're getting so happy and then suddenly the uh, what they call uh, not the minister but the uh, well I forget I got so much into this <laughs> moment now you had the rabbi standing up and started to read again and say prayers. And then upon that, we would start dancing and doing the drums again. And each time we did that and did all those tours around this place, uh, we were feeling higher and better and better. And when I spoke to the rabbi afterwards, it was a she, and she said, well, this is the original belief, because we believe that they had, we have that God within us, and this is a celebration of us, of this God within us. I don't know how many of you know what I'm talking about, or if you have been to this particular celebration of this older part of the Jewish tradition. But I went there a few times, I think, until I moved. Uh, and this was in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And I moved to Miami. And I didn't look for, I got busy anyway, so I didn't look for any of a similar place. But it's there. And I thought, this is the true religion for me. I really, really enjoy that. And in that process, you actually found that higher feeling of union with this higher realm of togetherness with spirit. And this is, you know, the way we should celebrate, I think. I like also the way the Eastern uh, philosophy, how they celebrate, and there are many out there now who listen to me who are Buddhists. And um, I would be that also myself if I had gone any further into things. But they have this, yes, they can meet to their temple and worship, but they can do that at home. 
No one says, oh, you can't. And when you worship at home, you meditate, and you might have some nice incenses and fragrances, and you light candles, and you are you, alone with this higher sort of consciousness, of this oneness with the power. You are in in a time slot, in a union with this higher power. And this time slot of love, honoring this higher power and respecting this higher power, experience a moment of a higher truth is what spiritual means. So how can you get into this mode It's in your mind, in your heart. Stop following all these rules that you have been given. Oh, now you have to relax and you have to turn towards the north and you have to stretch your body and stretch your shoulders and now you relax your whole body. This is something you do automatically in an instant when you find this connection. So begin to pretend you are a child just a child, and start to dance and play the drum or just had some rhythm in you. And now pretend that a ray of light is coming down over you. And you breathe in that light and just say, oh, thank you. And you just clear away all thoughts and let that go completely. Yes, within us, we have that natural place of wanting to connect with this higher power because it already lives within us. The Bible says we are created in the image of God. And what is God? It is that higher power that lives within us, the universe residing within us. And this is not unique to this planet. This is all over the universe. And whatever life is out there might be so much more advanced than we are now. And they are more carefully all how should I say, intellectually or intelligently using this power to do good. What we are using with this, you know, what we are creating with this power is to build weapons. And I don't understand. How do we allow these things to do? We do still have enough power within us to start to open up and using this power well, but we want to stay small. We want to live in a place called fear and listen to those who just spread that fear around and who want us to follow them. Because what we're doing, we're following the wrong leaders. A leader is nothing and no one until he or she has a follower. So it's up to you who you follow. 
So if you want to follow a leader who spreads the light, that is a good idea. Seems most people are following a leader who is just spreading darkness. We have a free will. And that's the foundation for our life here, that we have a possibility to be free, all of us. And that is another word. Sometimes people have asked me, what's the difference between religion and spirituality? And it's very hard to find a difference between the two because you can be in the religion and be religious and still experience moments of spirituality, although this is not what you do all the time because you somehow openly prefer to live in the limitation of your, I was about to say political party, but I said your religious party because that's what it is. That's why we have different places to worship. That's why we have churches and synagogues and mosques. The Arabs go to mosques. And of course we have the temples. That, that's for the, I suppose, the Eastern philosophy. But we all have that temple of power within us. And it's totally without power. You can be with that. You can be connected with it. You can do it at home right now. Light the candle. Listen to beautiful music. And just relax your body. The faster you do it, the better and the more in tune you are. And now allow that feeling of togetherness with something warm and delightful. Something relaxing, warm, that smells nice because you have the incense around you. We have the ideas. We have been trying all along until some kind of power group started to take over and separate us from this power. And I'm saying, you are in charge. We have been given the free will to decide upon our direction. Isn't that nice? You can free yourself from those old chains of limitation. This is what I do with my clients every day. And it doesn't take like hours or hours. We do that in just a few moments. And usually works depending how willing you are to let go of your old limitations. And now people always know after a session if they have found spirit because they're so relaxed. They just kind of always have a smile on their face. And it's so easy. It's just your own free will. If you want to, it's like smoking. I remember I had a sister. Well, we all smoked once when we were students. But my sister, my older sister, decided she couldn't stop smoking. Oh, no. And I said, you just stop. I stopped like on a Tuesday and that was it. And I 
like everything, I do everything full speed. I did like a pack or two packs a day <laughs> because this is how I do things. I do everything big and fully. So now she wanted to stop too. And she tried. She said, as she tried, as I'm trying, I'm trying. And I kept on saying, of course, if you really, really want to. Oh, no, I want to so much. And she cried even more. And so I can't, I can't. And then I see her ages later. Well, a year later, I think, because we lived in different countries. And uh, now she didn't smoke, and she looked so healthy and so good, and she was so happy. And I said, what, you don't smoke? And she said, yeah, I stop. It's not a big deal. If you really, really want to, you can. If you really, really want to. And she came to that point. Why do I do this? Why don't I just relax? It's me. I am deciding over my body. And I really, really don't want to do this. You can stop like if you're a speaker out there. Speaker, if you're a smoker out there. You can stop. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, I have to take those kind of pills first. We have to take that band-aid that you put on your first. We have to eat this, and I have to do that, and I have to go down slowly. No. It's your free will. It's your own. I will. I want to. I can. Who is the decision power here? It's you. Isn't that nice how much power you actually have? To be spiritual means you are totally, totally free. You don't have to go to a place of worship. You don't have to be out in nature. You can be in a big city and just decide, yes, I want to be here in the city and be spiritual anyway. Of course, it's nicer and easier to find spirit out in nature because that's what nature is about. It's just spirit in action. It's just life growing and blossoming around you. And those beings, you know, all that grows, all those trees and flowers and plants, they don't have our political problems or our problem about money or whatever we could have or love or anything. They're just who they are. So they shine in a different way. And that's again a repeat of what I said before. Be who you are and be in harmony with that truth within you. This is being spiritual. You can be any religion you want. You don't have to follow the rules of your religion. You can still be in your religion, but you let go of the rules and just free yourself and put yourself in the light. Yes, the light is an energy and it's positive. It's, it's life. 
Everything alive is seeking the light. Look at plants. They grow up, up, up. If they can't grow straight up, they go on the side of it until they find that opening and go up, up, up. You can see a crack in the asphalt. And that crack is soon filled with grain straws. And even at times, not only straw, but even a flower. This is how powerful nature is, how powerful spirit is. This is something to think about. And now begin to relax and close your eyes and we're going to do a little meditation. You relax and relax and relax. You take a deep, deep breath. And you know at this moment there is a core light within you. And you can see that core light with its roots in your chest area. And it's starting to come out through your forehead. And this is your third eye. And that is how I see the action of spirit within you and anyone who comes to me. This is the truth of you. You are a shiny being. You have power. You have possibilities. I am. I am. I am. I am. This is your soul power. And that soul power, you can use this for the good. Yes, you can use this soul power for the good of the world, for the good of your life, for good health, for good fortune. You just guide this power through your thoughts. And you take a deep breath through your thoughts and your feelings. I am. I am. And suddenly you look up in the sky and you see a big, shiny, round ball of light. And it's now getting bigger, as you have discovered that ball of light up in the sky, and you start to focus on it. It's beginning to grow and grow and grow. And now you have a wish to be in a togetherness with this big light up in the sky. And suddenly, it opens up And the big door is now being shown to you, an open door up in that big source of light. And now light is just rolling out towards you. You feel it way down where you are on the ground of this planet Earth. And you feel already a connection with that light up 
in the sky. You take a deep breath. You feel more and more in harmony with this light. More and more in harmony. It lives within you right now. This amazing power of the highest light, this high energy that knows all and seeks all. You are now feeling a oneness with this light around you and also within you in your chest area. And you brush off your shoulders and your back and you just brush yourself off. And when you do, you take a deep breath. And with me, I did this with me right now and I just felt like a burden lifting from my shoulders and from my past opening up my heart to you and to this big, wide, open universe. This big, wide, youthful universe. I say youthful because you have everything out there. You have all knowledge. You have all the power out there in this Big, shiny universe full of stars, full of possibilities. The mystery moment, you feel so rich. You feel you have access to so much. And your universe is simply available to you. And now you have a wish of being in a oneness of goodness and you're sending love and light and peace to the world and to that place in the world where they need it more than any other time before. You send it to that place, to that country. You send it to those people. And they're beginning to receive that light. And as they do, they create more and more light. And this is what will transform this world. Only through this spiritual awakening. This is how it is done. And day after day, Begin to create your connection with this higher source of energy, of positive energy. And then begin to send this light to those in need, to those places of need, to those people who really need the transformation. We could heal this world very quickly. As long as you confess yourself to the light first, that's all. Doesn't matter what tradition 
you belong to, what religion you have confessed yourself to. Because what all religions basically have talked about is love and light. It's just that we have misunderstood and we have taken in and accepted so many other forces. No, we are meant to be in the energy of love and light. This is how it starts, to create a new loving world out there. And you take a deep breath. You imagine yourself in a field of green grass and flowers. And you can feel the wind touching your bare skin. Your arms are bare. Your legs are bare. Your feet are bare. You are barefooted. And you walk on the ground and you can feel the connection with Mother Earth. And you breathe quietly. You breathe nicely. You collect your thoughts and begin to create one new thought free from any kind of darkness or fear. That thought is to be in light only. And once anything is in the light, it has to be good because only the goodness is shining with the light. Life is so simple. You understand that now. You let go of any limitation. You just open up to that light that we speak about always. And allow yourself to just accept it. Yes. You accept the light more and more. You take the deep breath and you begin to come to coming back to the here and now, this reality and how you will fit into this reality. And when I count to seven, you have to open your eyes again. Number one, you take a deep breath. And you feel safe. Number two, three, four, five. You are awakening more and more and more. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes, open up to this world of so many new possibilities. And take a deep, deep breath. I am the light. And this is Helena Steiner Holstein. 
my emails are they are for Dr. Helena, Helen with an A, info short for information. So they are Helena info at yahoo.com or activail at gmail.com. Activail is A C T I D for Victor A L E. A-C-C for Charles, T for Tom, at gmail.com. It was wonderful meeting you today. Thank you so very much. And we will will be together next week. See me then. Thank you. Bye-bye. Love you.